Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with January 23rd, 1911. Part 1, pages 64 through 65. January 23rd, 1911, Part 1. We are willing to admit laymen into our community as well as priests. Lay brothers can work in schools, conduct orphanages, and staff various other institutions. But let us not forget that they too must first of all be committed to proclaim Christ by word and example, to work and to do battle for the glory of God, the salvation of souls, and the good of the Church. In some places, priests may find it difficult or even impossible to exercise their ministry. Lay brothers, however, may be able to find their way in more easily, to reach out and to bring the Spirit of Christ into those places. In their war against the Church, the atheists have already influenced considerable numbers of people to avoid priests. Now they tend to regard the priestly cassock with suspicion are full of hostility toward the clergy and will not listen to anything a priest has to say. Because of this situation, wherever and whenever possible, priests must change their clerical attire for secular clothes so that they may go and preach Christ among those who are suspicious of clerical garb. But even here, the priest must be careful because this may not always be a good thing to do. In that case, a lay brother can take the place of the priest. That is why the lay brothers should be properly trained and prepared for such an apostolate. Lay brothers are expected not only to acquire some skill or trade or become proficient in some field of learning, but they should also excel in their work so that they would be respected by people in similar fields who have not dedicated themselves to God. Our lay brothers ought to be better educated than the average workers, artisans, or people of other occupations from that particular country. Only then will their words make an impression on people, since they themselves will be looked up to. People will be more ready to listen to them than to all sorts of agitators and enemies of the Church. Our lay brothers ought to be especially well-versed in Christian doctrine, so that they might become apologists, true defenders and preachers of the faith, among people of their own class. Neither time nor money should be spared to provide them with this necessary understanding of their faith. I have not yet mentioned the lay brothers' spiritual life or their personal holiness, but it is obvious that a holy life deep interior intimacy with God, purity of spirit and zeal should be the foundation of their apostolate. The thought keeps occurring to me whether up until now we religious have properly appreciated the importance of the parish in the life of the church. After all, that complex organism, which is the church, is made up of tiny cells, the parishes. The function of the parish as an active unit within the social structure, has not yet been properly understood and appreciated. Why could the parish not be the source of spiritual renewal and rebirth? By contributing 
to the better <clears throat> organization of, and leadership of parishes, would we not effectively promote the welfare of the church, perhaps even better than in any other way? We should consider this matter carefully and experiment in this direction. Up to now, religious have usually pursued their apostolate outside the parishes, above and beyond them, leaving the actual parish work to the diocesan clergy. Suppose we joined them in the work of conducting parishes, taking special pains to do it well. Who can tell what great gains for the church we might be able to achieve in this field? Each parish church, with its rectory, could become a small religious house, occupied by several priests and two or three lay brothers to assist them. What an excellent religious house that would be! What a beautiful center of spiritual life! We should seriously think this matter over. The priests could exercise their priestly ministry, while the lay brothers would serve as sacristans and organists, thus assisting the priests. Lay brothers could also teach the parish children. In this first part of the entry, Blessed George speaks about two things, lay brothers and parishes. He first turns his attention to lay brothers, or as they are known today, religious brothers. They are the male equivalent of religious sisters. They live the religious life and are consecrated to God, but they are not ordained as priests. They are called to teach, to be sacristans, organists, to perform manual labor, etc. There are many diverse ways of serving the Lord as a religious brother. Blessed George speaks of the difficult political situation that existed just before the First World War when he was writing this. There were many forces that were antagonistic to the church. Blessed George says that priests should be open to doing their work clandestinely if it is opportune. But there is always a need for religious witness, so prudence should dictate the proper course to take. Blessed George speaks of well-trained religious brothers who can spread the gospel in many places. They can work with others and enter into places where priests might be viewed suspiciously. The holiness of life of the religious brothers will help them to attract people to the gospel. And Blessed George speaks here of the Marians working in parishes. By living the religious life in a parish rectory, the priests and brothers can help to spread the charism of the congregation and to help people to grow in holiness. The Congregation of Marians spread our own school of spirituality based on the charism which comes from our founder, St. Stanislaus Pepczynski. This includes devotion to the mystery of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, assisting the souls in purgatory, and proclaiming the kingdom of God, especially the message of the divine mercy. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace 
and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.